put my money in a grave. When I die, I put my money in a grave. What is happening? Economics class, all four of you. Hope you're doing well. Um, my wife chose the intro music. <laughs> Alora, I think you uh, can understand that. Alora! <laughs> my wife says hello. Alora, how you doing? Uh, hello, Alan. How you doing? Just sitting in the back there, you know, just creeping. Not really saying much of anything on your three different phones. Uh, Adam R., hope you're doing well in the great world of uh, Forex. Uh, you're probably becoming a billionaire right now while everybody else is... Uh, Let's say struggling, struggling. And uh, Ashton, hope you're enjoying your nap. Um, so listen, guys, this is what I'm going to do. Um, you're all seniors. You need this class in order to graduate. Uh, and so all I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some easy notes, just like what we're about to go through now. And then you just um, are going to have a small, really fairly easy assignment. And you just uh, you make sure you answer the assignment, answer the question, submit it to me. And that'll be it. You'll be able to get your credit, okay? So uh, today we're just going to talk about some basics having to do with uh, economic systems. Um, I apologize for the delay in getting this working. Um, I actually, Alora had emailed me and I, I told her, and I'll tell the rest of you, I didn't even have an economics textbook. And um, this is the first time in 12 years that I'm teaching economics. So I just had absolutely no tools or anything. Uh, so... You know, it took me a little while to get this up and going, but um, hopefully it'll be you know, worthwhile for, for everybody. All right, so here we go. Introduction to economic systems. Okay, so basically, basic economics all comes down to this, right? Uh, we're going to try and make money off of resources. That's it, okay? Um, because there's a limited amount of available resources, uh, there are three economic questions, three basic questions that we have to answer, okay? And those questions are... What goods and services should be produced, okay? Um, do they have to satisfy the needs and the wants of the people, right? So, you know, you think about needs versus wants, okay? Well, what are some needs? Needs could be food, um, shelter, you know, defense in the, uh, in the events that, like, you know, the, the country were under attack from another nation. Uh, education is also would uh, be another need. And then, of course, our health care and welfare, Right, those are our basic needs. But then also, you know, people have wants, things that they want to have, right? Like, um, you know, okay, so food is a need. So if I'm sitting home and I have salad every single day, eventually I'm not going to want salad anymore, right? I'm gonna want some wings or something like that. So sometimes needs and wants will uh, kind of cross over. So here are some uh, examples of some, some wants from consumer goods, right? A want could be internet. Right, Wi-Fi, um, a source of entertainment, basically. Uh, another want could be a car, right? We might think today that uh, a car would almost fit more of a need, but it doesn't, okay? Because even if you don't have a car, you can usually find other ways of getting from point A to point B. Uh, maybe you can take a bus or get an Uber or, or something like that. So car would fall into wants, and then, of course, a cell phone. You know, if any of those things, I would say a cell phone is probably more of a need, but however... Can you get by without a cell phone? Alan, could you get by with maybe only one cell phone instead of three? Probably, although business may suffer. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so, um, which the question is, right, which consumer goods should be produced, right? How many TVs or cars or cell phones or etc. should be produced? And this is how you 
are able to make money without losing money, right? Because every time that you produce something, every time there's a product that's made by a company, they're producing it with the expectation that they're then going to sell it and make a profit. If you produce too little, people are going to find another place to get their goods. If you produce too much, you have a surplus and then you end up losing money. So this, again, is all basic economics, um, studying you know, how money works, basically. Okay, how should these goods and services be produced? Here's our other question, right? How are we going to produce them? So we have land, labor, and capital. They're going to be pro, uh, combined to produce goods in the most efficient way. Land. All right, it's not just land. You know, outside, you look out there, there's some grass, whatever. Land can be an area that would be used for a factory, okay? When we talk about land, it's just a place where products are going to be made, right? So if you're talking about a farm, then yeah, it's the ground. If you're talking about uh, a factory that's going to be making Apple iPhones, uh, it's not the ground, right? Then we're talking about an actual place, a factory. Labor. Labor is, uh, that constitutes the people who are doing the work, okay? Um, right now we have Ashton. Ashton works at Home Depot, right? So Ashton is a source of labor for Home Depot. He is one of the many people who work there in order for them to be able to conduct the business that they do. Okay, and then we have capital. Capital is the last one. Um, so capital, spelled A-L, refers to money that is used for investment, okay? Um, anytime that you want to start a business, you'll have some money, sure, but you're gonna have money that you need to survive. Capital is that excess money, the extra money that you can put into running your business, okay? So we're gonna take these three things, land, labor, capital, and we're gonna combine them and we're gonna try and figure out what's the most efficient way, again, because you don't wanna make too much of a product, you don't wanna to create too little of a product, right? You wanna hit that sweet spot where you're going to be, um, as we're gonna get into more terminologies later, in the black, okay? Where you're going to be actually making money. Okay, so here's a question, right? Thinking about all this. Is it more efficient to have 80 farm workers and one tractor on a 10-acre farm? Or would it be more efficient to have 20 farm workers, right? 60 less and four tractors on a 10-acre farm. What do you think? Awkward pause. You can think about it. Obviously, right, the second one is, is better. If you have 80 workers and one tractor on a 10-acre farm, what are most of those workers going to be doing, okay? Right, as my wife just said, standing around, not really doing uh, beep. Uh, so, you know, exactly. Whereas if you have uh, the 20 farm workers and four tractors, they can work together, okay? And again, a way of finding that sweet spot where you're going to be able to make money at your business. The final of the questions is who, okay? So... Who consumes these goods and services? This is what we need to find out, right? You have to have a target audience, okay? Um, so this question is answered by how societies decide to distribute income. Who makes a lot of money and who makes a little? Now, in different societies throughout the world, okay, uh, we have different setups. In the United States, we live in a capitalist society, all right, where people are basically going to make however much money they are worth. 
We are also a consumer society. Everybody in the United States is always buying things. Okay, we get paid money. We go to our jobs, right? Ashton goes to Home Depot. He goes, helps people find the things that they're looking for. He collects the carts outside. And then at the end of the week, he's given money. What does he do with that money? Well, if, uh, you know, in the time leading up to when we broke school, he was buying a new phone, he was buying new clothes and things like that. Ashton is an example of a consumer. He makes his wages, then he goes and spends his money on other goods, okay? Factor payments, that's the money that people make, okay? And here again is how it works. Workers, right, earn wages. Ashton is a worker. He earns wages. I am a worker at the school. I earn wages. You have entrepreneurs. Okay, so I've told you guys my dream. One of my dreams is to own my own diner. I would love to own my own diner. Go in there, 8 o'clock at night. Hey, yo, uh, I want a gyro. Go fire me up a gyro. Let's go. Right? Maybe I want an omelet. I'll have an omelet. Maybe I want a uh, meatball parm sub. I'll have that because you know what? In a diner... It's a magical place where you can have anything you want, whenever you want. <laughs> so anyway, in a diner, you'll have the person who owns the diner. That is your entrepreneur. Now, the owner, the entrepreneur, he might make or she might make a lot of money. Right? Let's say it's me. I have my diner. Um, you know, come on over to bronze. <laughs> um, <laughs> whatever. So I got my diner. Okay, now what if... The food is, eh, I have too many workers who are working for me, and because I'm such a nice guy, I'm paying them extra money. Am I going to be making a lot of money? Probably not. The amount of money I make is going to be what's left over after I pay things like rent, right? After I pay all my employees, after I pay for all the food that is necessary uh, in order to, to have a diner up and running. Whereas the workers are always going to earn their wages. So again, you see there's a difference in how people make money. If you were involved in a bank, right? Let's say I took out a loan. I wanted to get my diner going. I needed a $50,000 loan, okay? So I go to the bank, I take that out. They're gonna earn interest off that. If I take a $50,000 loan that I'm gonna pay over the next five years, I'm not gonna pay back 50,000. I'm probably gonna pay back about $55,000, right? And why do I pay that extra 5,000? That's interest. That's the fee that I have to pay for them giving me the money up front, okay? And finally, the landowners, they receive rent. If I'm gonna have a diner, I'm probably not gonna own the building. I have to pay rent to whoever it is that owns it. So again, as an entrepreneur, you have to take all these things into consideration and that's how you're gonna make money. Workers are really, they're the safest, okay? Generally speaking, as long as you do a good job, you're gonna get paid and you're gonna be guaranteed your wages. Entrepreneur, again, it depends upon, there's, there's a high ceiling to make a lot of money, but also, you know, if you have like what's happening right now, oh man, you know, you're not gonna be making very much money at all. So it could be a bit of a problem. Okay, continuing on with the who. Uh, as it says here in the notes, the amount of the factor payments directly affects the question of who consumes the goods and the services, okay? In other words, a doctor, right? A doctor can generally afford a Mercedes, right? Um, there is a diner actually right at the end of the road where I live, right? At the end of the community where I live. And uh, I know because I see him all the time. The guy who owns the diner, he drives, what does he have? It's a Range Rover, right? 
Okay, thanks a lot for your help. Uh, I think he drives like a Range Rover. Really nice truck, right? The guy who owns the diner? Yeah, Range Rover. Range Rover, yeah. You know, black on black. Yeah, black on black, no <laughs> doubt. Uh, probably like, you know, $80,000 car. Whereas waiters, waitresses, they're going to most likely not be able to afford that, okay? They're going to be driving a Honda. It's like at a school, okay? A school, teachers. Teacher, what do I drive? I drive a Jeep, right? What do most teachers drive? Normal, normal cars. What does the principal drive? The principal drives a Range Rover. <laughs> it's just the way that it is. Why? Because he's making more money. The superintendent, he drives a, uh, a Mercedes E-Class, you know, a $90,000 car. Good for him. Way to go. Um, so that's just, that's again the way that it works. Okay. Economic systems differ based on how they answer this question. Okay. And the answers to this question of how people get paid is going to vary based on the different societies that we're in. Okay. Here's a question for you. Do professional athletes in Chile make the same amount as professional athletes in the United States? What do you think? Probably not. Why is that? Because in the United States, we put so much emphasis on entertainment, right? Uh, you know, you have baseball players making $20 million a year. In fact, the minimum, uh, minimum wage, I guess you'd call it, the, the amount that they're allowed to pay the, the baseball players on minimum is $390,000 a year. Imagine that. That's the least amount you're going to make. That's like you're the backup catcher. You might play, play uh, one or two games a week. $390,000 for the year at a minimum. So pretty, pretty crazy. Okay, so let's look at some of these different economic systems, okay? You have traditional economies. They rely on custom to answer the three questions, right? Um, little room for and a lot of resistance to change. Today in the world, we would see a lot of these traditional economies, especially in African nations, uh, some Southeast Asian nations, uh, places like that. They're smaller communities, they're smaller countries with smaller populations. Most of the time, these, this is going to refer to people who are uh, mostly hunters, farmers, uh, people who live on what we call in, in self-sufficient uh, economies, right? Your household is going to take care of itself. You're going to grow your own food, hunt your own food, make your own clothing, and then the things you don't have you're going to barter or you're going to trade with others in order to get the things that you need. Okay. Oftentimes there's not a lot of growth in this kind of an economy. That's why in the notes here, it says that the economy will remain stagnant. Okay. And you will have a low standard of living. These people are not going to be living in, you know, two story homes with five bedrooms and four bathrooms. Um, not, not really an option. Then we have the market economy. Okay also known as a free market economy or capitalism. That is the economy with which we live in here today. Okay, the individuals answer the three questions. Okay, decisions are based on exchange or based on trade. Okay, um, other economies, we have a command economy. That's centrally planned. That's usually a communist society. All right, where, uh, so like in, in, in a capitalist society, if I own a car company, okay, uh, I'm, I'm Tommy Honda, here we are, right, making some Honda Accords and blah, 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 great. So in, in our society, we make the cars, I sell the cars for a profit, and that's how we make money. In a command economy, the way that it would work, the government would come in, they'd say, all right, we need you to make 1,000 uh, Accords for the month of April. Then they come in, they pay us, 
and then they take the cars and then they sell them. Everything is done through the government, okay? The government alone answers all those questions, all right? Then you have uh, what's called a mixed economy. And that's kind of like a, a combination of traditional market and command economies. Uh, we see these today in like China. Uh, China is a mix of free market along with communists, okay? So listen, that's it. Real basic, just intro to the different kinds of economics. All right, so here's what I want from you, okay? And uh, this is in the Google Classroom. I just have three basic questions for you. Um, one, give me an example of a factor payment. Two, what are the three economic questions that must be answered in their economies? And then three, who answer these questions in a traditional economy, in a command economy, and in a market economy, okay? So you don't have to go and research anything. Everything is in the notes um, and in the podcast that uh, hopefully you are still listening to. So I hope everybody is doing well, okay? Um, next week, we're supposed to be on break. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to put out there like a, an extra credit assignment that you can do if you want to. You don't have to do it. Um, we've been kind of told to really not give all that much uh, work over, over that break, even though technically now we are still having school. So, um, so yeah, with that said, hope you're all doing well. And I uh, look forward to hopefully getting back in the classroom and seeing all of you very soon.